Ellison Salazar, Garage and Body Shop. At Ellison Salazar, customer satisfaction is our main concern. For a tune-up or major body work, Central Texans have trusted Ellison Salazar for over 55 years. Ellison Salazar. Hail damage specialists, smoothing out life's dents and bumps. Big or small for you and your car. Now at three locations, south at 4501 South Congress, north at 8808 Research Boulevard, and new northwest location at 8425 Anderson Mill Road. Call 444-5555. That's 444-5555. Ellison Salazar. Fixing your auto problems and needs with a happy face and the best professional touch. From inspiration to insurance and protection, all for serving the Lord Jesus. We all need insurance. Why not work with an agent that understands the biblical principle of protection and risk management to ensure your family's future? Ray and Justin Garner are Christian business professionals who will put a Christian perspective on your insurance and inspiration needs. For auto, home, life, business, health, boat, motorcycle, RV, and dental, and church protection needs, Ray, Justin, and Luana can be reached at 626-4880 or 986-4944 for church protection, personal protection, and business protection. Ray and Justin are independent Texas businessmen that have dedicated their lives and business to the advancement of spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ through Austin Triad Ministries. Call Ray Garner Insurance Agency and ask for Ray at 626-4880 or Justin at 986-4944. George Christensen and his family at Casa Mechanical Services are longtime friends and sponsors for Love Talk, Love Walk. These Casa friends are professionals with more than 40 years' experience in providing heating, air conditioning, plumbing, and electrical services in the Austin area. If your heating isn't heating, your cooling isn't cooling, or your drains aren't draining, well, then you need to call our friends at Casa at 334-7300. They provide sales and service on all major brands from professionals you can trust. So big jobs or little jobs, it doesn't matter. Call CASA at 334-7300. Stay tuned for Love Talk with Evelyn and Carol Everett. Love Talking today about love, life, and marriage. We are in studio today, and I am so excited because it's been a wonderful week. And I want to thank you for joining us for Love Talk. We're here at 11 a.m. I'm sorry, 11.20 a.m. at our radio station, KTXW, The Bridge. And it is Central Texas Christian Talk, and we are working on building bridges of love and leadership. And in the studio with me today is a very good friend of mine, and it's time. It is time in Texas and America for us to wake up. And to begin to do some of those things that will bless the lives of all of us. And we're going to do that today with my good friend, Carol Everett. Carol Everett is uh, CEO of Heidi Group. She's the former owner of an abortion facility and was well on her way to becoming a millionaire when the Lord Jesus and his love became real in her life. So welcome, Carol. We are so thrilled to have you with us today. I'm always so excited to be with you, Evelyn. Thank you. You know, I look at you and I just see pretty babies. <laughs> That's interesting. I like let's, that. Let's review a little bit of your background and where you are today, and then tell me what's up. We oh, want to know okay. what God's doing. Okay. Well, I am one of those women who had an abortion. And you had an abortion. Had an abortion. You took the life. Of my baby. Mm-hmm. And the minute the anesthesia wore off, my first thought was, I'm a murderer. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can't call your mother or your best friend and share that. So I shared it with my husband. He said we'd made the best choice we could. 
And um, my life started downhill from then. And I couldn't tell anybody else that I was bad enough to have killed my baby, but I could tell other women how good abortion was for them. And through a long series of events that only the enemy could orchestrate, Mm -hmm. I became involved to the point of running abortion clinics in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. I worked for a man who had four abortion clinics. I ran two of them. We doubled his business, but he wouldn't share that money with me, so I took his best abortionist. For, I'd recruited him anyway, and we started our own abortion clinic. And my goal was very different. It was not about helping women or justifying my own abortion. It became about money. I saw the way I could be a millionaire at a commission of $25 each abortion. Mm-hmm. And my plan was to get 40,000 abortions a year so I could be a millionaire. And then, as only he can... God sent someone and intervened in my life, someone who was brave enough and had the prayer power behind him to come into the abortion clinic and tell me that God loved me. And he knew I couldn't be good enough. I couldn't work hard enough. And the only way I could come to this, uh, to peace was coming to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. How had your faith been a part of your life prior to that? Were you spiritual at all or did you practice any spirituality? I went to the I went to church on Easter and Christmas, and I tithed every cent of that money to an. Better to give it to the Lord than to the devil, huh? Yes, but you know, I didn't know what I was doing. I thought I was buying my way to heaven at the time. Really? Yeah. So I was, there are a lot of people out there that have that attitude about life. Well, most of the abortionists are members of the church and tithe because they're trying to find a way to justify what they do. And there are a lot of people, not just in the abortion industry, but we meet them every day. Mm-hmm. But there are 350 people in America that um, we know uh, have a lot of problems and need God's direction, much like you do. And so it's easy, I think, for an individual uh, who cannot see sin to uh, come to a point that they recognize the difference between what they're doing and what God would have them do. Um, when we think about that, that is overwhelming. You know, um, we just saw the big lottery push. Yes. And um, I was impacted in a different way. There are 350 million people, and uh, I was thinking, look at all the money that they put into that lottery. And what if we believe God for something different? What if we decided we could pay off the national debt if we all just put a dollar or two or ten or twenty into paying the national debt every month, every week or whatever? I mean, if we got excited about doing the things that would bring this country back into alignment, what would God do? But only God can bring us to the point of bringing this country back into alignment. He's the only one that can touch our hearts to say enough. But if we continue, the thing that bothers me is that my children and grandchildren are going to live in a world that doesn't have any morality about it at all. My grandchildren are going to college in places they're afraid to walk from their home to the dorm, the dorm, I mean the car to the dorm. Uh, That's horrible. They're seeing all sorts of crime. Um, You know, I put uh, motion detectors on my front door and Mm -hmm. I... I'm shocked at how often they go off in the middle of the night. And even this morning, one went off at 5.30 when I got up. Someone was out there looking, trying to look in. Of course, that runs them all away. But we don't live in a world with morals anymore. I grew up in a world. You grew up in a world yes. 
where, you know, obedience. People, people obedient and people left their keys in the car because they weren't worried about anyone mm-hmm. taking it. They left their front doors open. Mm-hmm. We trusted people and we've walked away from that. And the only way we can get back is for God's people. But, you know, look at us. Look at what we do. 9-11 and then we forget about it. We walk mm-hmm. away. We've got to stop that. We've got to pay attention to what the Word of God says and bring it into our lives and into the way we live. Yes. You know, when you look at where we are in regard, look, as you mentioned, uh, the monetary fund, uh, the budget in this nation is sinking this nation, you know, when we look at it. And no one talks about it. I know. But you think about how much people put into the lottery, yes. what that would do if they put it into a local church or a local ministry yes. like yours. Yes. This nation would... God would use that to wake up people. And that's one of the things I want us to talk about today. How is it, do you think, um, that one person's life can change a city or a community? Yours has, Carol. What is it that... that Yours has, Evelyn. (laughs) Well... Not as much as yours has. Mine mine is more sensitivity and caring and loving and grouping. And yours is life, honey. Well, it is life. And, um, you know, you don't think about what you're doing when you get up and do it every day. But when I came out of the abortion industry, God imprinted on my heart, although I didn't know, understand it all, three ways to end abortion. And none of them... The first one was that the abortion industry, including Planned Parenthood, had to be defunded of taxes. Mm -hmm. And we did that in Texas in 2011. We were the first state to really do it. And then uh, abortion clinics needed to be subject to ambulatory surgical facility standards, and that would close 50% of them. Well, it closed more than that. We went from 44 abortion clinics, 28 closed. Now they're opening and closing, and today we have 19 opening in Texas. Mm -hmm. Uh, But... Our pregnancy centers are full. When those 28 abortion clinics closed, our pregnancy centers saw 40,000 women who had planned abortions who came to them, heard about the choice of life physically and eternally, and many came to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ as they saved their babies. And the third point was to get life-affirming medical care all over Texas so they weren't going to Planned Parenthood or going to some free place that would promote abortion. And... uh, I was appointed to the Women's Health Advisory Committee for Health and Human Services. Mm. And here I sat on this panel with people I knew to be pro-choice. And I went, why are they getting all that money? Why aren't we applying? No pro-life group has ever applied for those funds. Mm. And so um, we're going to work with the pregnancy centers, and we're now working to get that money for our pregnancy centers and then we can have life-affirming health care all over the Texas. There were 94 abortion providers under the name of Planned Parenthood. We now have over 4,600 doctors all over Texas in rural areas willing to provide, and they sign a form that they will not provide or refer for abortions. So we're in the phase, the third phase, of life-affirming health care all over Texas. You know, that just thrills me to my toenails. Well, good. It does, <laughs> because... Um, All we hear is the negative part of why women are not being allowed to do what they feel they need to do. And that's the issue here. It's not what they need to do. It's what they feel like they need to do. 
Mm-hmm. And when we look at it from that point of view, um, it, we need help. Oh, yes, we do. Absolutely need help. We yes. need for people to wake up and get on active duty. And just this week, we had the Franklin Graham um, event. We had planned, we thought we'd have about 50 on Monday. Uh, Robert called me on Wednesday and said, Evelyn, uh, got a problem. And I said, okay. And he said, we've got 150 people. And he said, they want $4,000 for a bigger room. Well, we we just went to prayer. We said, God, all things are possible to him. So what we decided is change the menu and make it stand up food. Mm-hmm. That you'd stand up like you do when you go to networking meetings. Yes. And I explained that to him. And so, anyway, by the time Thursday came, we we had 218 people who came. Praise the Lord. Each one of them, Carol, can go back to their community. Fort Hood, San Antonio, um, Taylor, all the places, leaders from those areas that came because they've come to realize that America... We have got to wake up. And that is our theme for America, for National Day of Prayer next year is Wake Up America. We want to talk about when we come back how important prayer and praise is, how important that is in the life of leaders like you in the life of leaders, but also that soldier that's on the battlefield out there with families, fathers and mothers, right after this. So stay with us with Love Doc, with Carol Everett, and we'll be back after we hear from some of our good sponsors. How sweet to hold our newborn baby. And here's Evelyn Davison's guest, Carol Everett, about a very special event coming up this Sunday, January 24th, at the First Baptist Church of Pflugerville. Evelyn, you and I want to invite Love Talk friends to First Baptist Church of Pflugerville this Sunday for the 9.30 and 11 a.m. service at Sanctity of Life. I will be speaking about the HB2 update, where we are with the Supreme Court and where we're going here from here as we continue to save lives physically and eternally. You will be there to encourage and pray with people. Hope to see you all there Sunday the 24th. Thanks for all you do for life. Because... He lives. From inspiration to insurance and protection, all for serving the Lord Jesus. We all need insurance. Why not work with an agent that understands the biblical principle of protection and risk management to insure your family's future? Ray and Justin Garner are Christian business professionals who will put a Christian perspective on your insurance and inspiration needs. For auto, home, life, business, health, boat, motorcycle, RV, and dental, and church protection needs, Ray, Justin, and Luana can be reached at 626-4880 or 986-4944 for church protection, personal protection, and business protection. Ray and Justin are independent Texas businessmen that have dedicated their lives and business to the advancement of spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ through Austin Triad Ministries. Call Ray Garner Insurance Agency and ask for Ray at 626-4880 or Justin at 986-4944. 
Tim Smith Landscaping. Wow, these guys know what they're doing. Tim Smith has been taking care of landscaping since he was knee-high to a yucca. And they can come to your house and turn a yucky-looking yard into a show place. Take a drab, boring commercial or residential piece of property and turn it into a place that you'll be proud to call home or proud to call your business. There's simply no better choice for landscaping than Tim Smith. 512-848-0659 or 512-258-0093 or www.timsmithlandscaping.com. Stay tuned for Love Talk with Evelyn and Carol Everett. Love Talking today about love, life, and marriage. Oh, I love that, Carol. Yes. Love, life, and marriage. Yes. And we, we've been really dealing with life a lot, and, and we're going to talk a little bit about love today and certainly about marriage. But when we went out, we were talking about the ways that, um, you know, the the industry of life has become in this nation and how common it is today for women to take life in their own hands through an abortion uh, industry. Mm-hmm. It's just not just an abortion service. It's an industry. Well, think about it. They never offer parenting. They never offer adoption. They never offer offer extending that baby's life in any way. It's about abortion. It's a big industry to them, and it is the only way they make money if they sell an abortion. And, you know, they just got $550 million again from our government. We're funding them. It's a money-making business. Then they get the cash. And then they raise money, and yes, the abortion industry is an industry, but we need to understand about life, mm-hmm. and we need to understand what we can do to help our local pregnancy center, what we can do in our church, how we can speak messages of life. But I want to talk about who we're talking to, and just think about this. You and I don't think this way, but we are now speaking to girls who are in their childbearing years, and those in their childbearing years. For 43 years, abortion has been legal, and some think moral. So they've never known a world without abortion. So it's the first thought in any unplanned pregnancy. And the sad thing is, it's they aren't a crisis anymore. It's just something to deal with. And we've got to change that by talking about life and what the Bible says, what God says about life. That Christ was an unplanned pregnancy. I love that. Mm-hmm. You know, but we've got to start communicating in a different way. And we've got to do the multiplication. We've got to talk to our friends. We've got to talk, ask them to talk to their friends and their friends and their friends and extend it. But we are not doing our job as Christians because we have not, Second Chronicles 7.14 has not worked. Mm-hmm. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray. And that's not happening. We talk about it. We talk a great game. But where do we see it really happening? Well, um, I agree with you. Uh and as I mentioned this week, we had the first briefing for the Franklin Graham uh, Decision America. And Franklin uh, is so burdened about what's going on in this nation that he has, uh, God spoke to his heart after that, um, after 2013, when the, when the Texas state government was shut down um, by people that, don't care about life, mm-hmm. literally, yeah. without naming name. And the fact that that particular year he was, uh, we NDP has outgrown the Cannon Building, which is where the representatives and senators have their 
uh, offices in the top floor of that building, which is 10 or 12 stories, is a big media center. And it, one end is a media center and the other is sort of an auditorium style. And we've outgrown that. And so that year, they were looking at a place to uh, have him speak uh, where people could, you know, uh, participate in praying for our nation in those seven centers of power. And they scheduled him to speak in the Pentagon. And eight days, and they were excited about it. And eight days prior to that, they they disinvited Franklin. Oh, my goodness. And said, we don't like your message. Now, Brian Birdwell was one of those that worked so closely with us. And Brian was the one that was burned so badly. Uh, And he has a book called Refined by Fire. It broke Franklin's heart. Sure. I have to tell you, it wore on him. He began to pray what he could do in this nation to really bring people back to living the abundant life, mm-hmm. living life in the Lord Jesus. And the Lord spoke to his heart and said, you go to every state in this nation and call God's people out of the churches, the, the preachers out of the pulpit, and the people out of the pews up to the capital." to pray in repentance for what we've allowed to happen in this nation. And one of his number one thing is children. You know, he is the founder of Operation Christmas Child. He himself, not his dad, Franklin, did that. Yes, yes. In Texas, we shipped 700,000 shoeboxes out of Dallas. Goodness. That is the gospel of Jesus Christ going around the world. And while that's going around the world, America is sinking. Exactly. We need that here. You know, we are sinking. Yes. And so the result was that the Lord spoke to his heart. And it is so low key as far as presentation, it will shock you. He, we've had three events so far. Mm-hmm. And first was Iowa, then was Florida, and, and yesterday, uh, Thursday uh, was um, Louisiana. And ours is April, uh, no, yeah, April the 26th. I get that confused with my birthday. <laughs> my birthday is March 5th, and we're going to have a, a a benefit for National Day of Prayer on my birthday. Oh, I mean, the week after that. But I get lost in my details here. <laughs> but the thing is this, that Franklin said God spoke to him directly, that all things are possible. We have been in 46 years now. We have been 43 years. We've been in the wilderness. Yes, and we are celebrating the 40th anniversary of National Day of Prayer. And it will be a benefit for NDP. That's but in incredible. the meantime, on April the 26th, Franklin is coming to Austin. April the 26th. Yes. He will arrive by bus. He will go directly to the podium. He will not go into the halls of the Capitol. He will not meet with politicians. He'll get off that bus, go directly to the podium. And we're praying for a thousand people for every year that we've been in wilderness in this nation. Forty-three years. In fact, we started out with 40,000. There are 23,000 churches in the state of Texas. And if each one of those under the leadership of Dave Welch would send two people, we'd have 46,000 people. Mm-hmm. We have got to get active and seek God for the answers to the problems we have. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. 
And it all started basically downhill when uh, Miss O'Hare took prayer out of schools. People began to lose their their the foundational principle of this nation in every area, in the religious area, in the patriotic area. It just became such a war against the Constitution of the United States of America. And, you know, when we look at where we are, Carol, this week, uh, President Obama had his uh, State of the Union address. Yes. And one of the things that he did, or Ms. Obama did, is she left a vacant seat for... um, for the people that had been killed with <coughs> gun violence. Yes. There's some questions I want you to ask us today about that. About how about a house full of empty seats representing all the babies lost to the violence of abortion who never had a voice or a vote? How many would that be? We don't really know. We know that there are about 59 million, 60 million reported, but we know that about 50% of abortions in the 70s were not reported. So we are talking about uh, millions, but, you know, you have the figure of 57 million. That's what he says, and that's... that's 57 million yes. mm-hmm. babies but that just didn't have life. We, you think about it. For every mother, for every father, for every baby, there are two other people. So we're a wounded nation. We, we are, are a wounded. broken nation. We are a broken nation. And, you know, men and women have had abortions until they come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ struggle. Yeah. Struggle. Yeah. Well, you know, there's a heart need for women to give birth and a mother. I don't care what age girls are. When they're little, you know, they want a baby they can take care of. We have three little grandbabies, and, and they each one want a doll. They have know. those dolls, and they the, carry them around. The boys want a truck. Yeah. What about an empty seat for men and women of faith and religious business owners who are rapidly losing the right to voice an opinion in America? That is so sad. Our businesses are regulated out of business. Uh, you know, it's not it's taxed and regulated out of business. And look at what they did to the woman who refused to bake a cake for the homosexual couple. The woman not only finally paid the fine, but they went in and got the other $7,000 they had in the bank, the last $7,000 they had. That's her bank account. Yes. Our rights are being eroded. And why? I have several questions. Why would anyone want someone to bake a cake for them if they didn't want to bake it? But, you know, it's that political point that they're making. So we've got a lot of work to do. Well, you know, we've area. seen that a lot with National Day of Prayer and with events, much like I mentioned one with Franklin. Um, in San Antonio, we've been sued three times mm. for just walking with a banner on the grounds at the city hall. And San Antonio is such a family-loving city. Yeah. you know They've got the largest prayer network in Texas. Yes, and they've got some of those liberal, liberal, I can't even get it out, the liberal government officials in Texas, and that's why you were fined. Yes, and that's also where that Planned Parenthood is operating uh, illegally in a building that is not the co- does not meet code, but yet the city of San Antonio is fighting to keep them there. We need to take our break and hear from some of our good sponsors. We come back. I want to ask you um, 
about the empty seat for police officers killed in line of duty right after this. Day after day, we are constantly hearing about how bad everything is. Isn't it about time to hear about what's right and good? Isn't it time for some good news? If your answers are yes, then you need the Good News Journal. The Good News Journal is published by KTXW's own Evelyn Davidson and is packed with news and information about the good things that are happening. With a healthy dose of hope, happiness, and humor, the Good News Journal is distributed free throughout Central Texas at hundreds of locations, including Walmart, Popeye Chicken, Central Market, Bob Bullock Museum, libraries, churches, and other locations. And did we say the Good News Journal is free? For advertising information or to have an article published, call Good News Journal at 249-6535. The Good News Journal is an inspirational, patriotic journal published bi-monthly to bring you God's good news. The Good News Journal, 249-6535, or read it online at thegoodnewsjournal.net. Tim Smith Landscaping. Wow, these guys know what they're doing. Tim Smith has been taking care of landscaping since he was knee-high to a yucca. And they can come to your house and turn a yucky-looking yard into a show place. Take a drab, boring commercial or residential piece of property and turn it into a place that you'll be proud to call home or proud to call your business. There's simply no better choice for landscaping than Tim Smith. 512-848-0659 or 512-258-0093 or www.timsmithlandscaping.com. George Christensen and his family at Casa Mechanical Services are longtime friends and sponsors for Love Talk, Love Walk. These CASA friends are professionals with more than 40 years' experience in providing heating, air conditioning, plumbing, and electrical services in the Austin area. If your heating isn't heating, your cooling isn't cooling, or your drains aren't draining, well, then you need to call our friends at CASA at 334-7300. They provide sales and service on all major brands from professionals you can trust. So big jobs or little jobs, it doesn't matter. Call CASA at 334-7300. Stay tuned for Love Talk with Evelyn and Carol Everett. Love Talking today about love, life, and marriage. <laughs> Welcome back to Love Talk. We are in studio with my one of my very best friends, my best sister in the Lord Jesus in the area of action and loving and caring and praying and giving and serving, Carol Everett. And Carol, I'm so thrilled for you to be with us today. We're asking questions that we don't normally ask as we talk today about life and love and marriage. Yes. And I had asked you uh, about uh the businesses in our nation, uh, even some of the religious organizations that are rapidly losing the right to a voice and opinion in America. Um, how serious is that across the nation? I know you're not just an Austin person. How serious is that across the nation? How's that playing out? Well, we're not hearing about a lot of it, but a lot of it's happening in almost every area. And uh, people have become afraid to refuse yes. to do business according to their own morals. People have reached a point, and, of course, they're being tested. The other side, the liberals, are always testing us. Mm-hmm. And so they're going after people they think they may be able to catch in something. And so Christians are struggling in, in the way they do business. Mm-hmm. They're afraid to stand up for what they truly believe. And 
Some of them do. And I want you to just think about that shooting that happened. And I don't remember which one it was, but the one where the, he only shot the Christians in the head. Yes. Now think about that. Here you're the first Christian and you and he asked the question and you answer it. But how strong was that second person that was shot that answered that they were a Christian? So people are making decisions and they're becoming very strong in their faith, but they're also shrinking because they know it's uh, it's not a problem. We are in danger. We're in danger. We are in danger. We are in danger. What about uh, the police, uh, those that are killed? How about, an, we're talking about an empty seat that was designated at the um, Union State of the Union address by the president and his wife. Mm-hmm. And one that they left was for victims of gun violence. Yes. And so we're asking, what about people, an empty seat for the police officers that are killed on line of duty? We're seeing a rapid increase in that. Now. Well, and, you know, they're actually almost putting bounties on their head. They're telling them to go shoot policemen. That's horrible. That's yes. horrible. And how do people feel about their husband leaving every day to go to work? I mean, think about the terror that's striking in the heart of families and even the policemen. They don't know what they're facing. <sighs> what are they going to do when they get a call and they're going up to some house? They're already afraid enough of what happens. But now the danger of being shot just for doing their job. That man filling up his car in Houston, that policeman who was off duty filling up his car, those are horrible things and uh, just killed mercilessly. What about an empty seat representing the allies around the world that used to stand with us? That we, do we have, have we lost our standing as a Christian nation worldwide? We've lost our standing as a Christian nation and as a nation. Mm-hmm. It's been so eroded. They know the United States is not going to stand for anything right now. And so we are, we have lost our standing. And we need to pray to continue to protect Israel as best we can. You know, one of the things that is so obvious in the news reports today, it's all one-sided. The media is so prejudiced. Yes. Uh, For years I have struggled with a local Austin paper in that regard. And, in fact, um, we had a really sad situation with them uh, last year about an issue. And they threatened to sue us. Oh, goodness. Uh, And it was not an intentional thing it was a thing that was not identified it took us three weeks to find out what they were talking about these things are troubling in our nation today carol and it's not just christians it's all business people yeah i think we are more i think that we are uh, far greater targets than a citizen who doesn't proclaim his faith but um it's everywhere you know you can look at all of this and we have to ask ourselves are we in a position where we're going to uh, see an empty seat, like we're talking about at a major governmental thing, that um, would represent uh, the Judeo-Christian civilization? Oh, that's we're coming so close to yes. losing what it is. Yes. That, but with, I was reading this morning in, in, in uh, the book of John, Jesus himself said, when he faced death, all things are possible with God. Yes. He he didn't have doubts about his father mm-hmm. because he, he was one of the Godhead. He knew. But the re, I think what he was really concerned about was had he done enough. 
was this enough? Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. What else could he have done? We all live our lives that way. Not all of us, but those of us who are really focused on being a representative of the Lord Jesus. So, well, let's talk about some of those things that are facing America today. And, you know, I I want us to go and revisit the life of the unborn. Give us some good news. Well, we're very excited. Of course, the... uh, um, Texas Alliance for Life will have their rally on the Capitol steps um, Mar- uh, Janu- January the 23rd. There's a rally in Dallas this next week. on Jan- Well, actually, Saturday, January the 16th, there's a rally in Dallas, and they'll have about 10,000-plus there. So even in Texas, Americans are coming together. And then next week in Washington, D.C., Ethics and Religious Liberty is inviting people in, and there will be people coming in from all over the country. And, of course, they have the March for Life, and there will be thousands there. So uh, people are standing, and, you know, it's kind of fun to travel and be with like-minded people. But what a visual for people to know that people still care about life. And there are a lot of people from Texas going to Washington, D.C. I'd love to go, but, you know, when you get to be 85 years old, (laughs) It, it's not the going, it's the plane trips oh, yes. that, that, you know, just will wear you down. But there's one other thing, Evelyn. January the 21st, the day before the anniversary of Roe v. Wade, in the red courthouse in Dallas, where Roe v. Wade was filed, we will have a prayer meeting from 7 p.m. Oh. until 8.30. And if someone wants to come, they can contact the Heidi group because there are only room for 200 people in that room. But we're praying for the end of abortion. On January the 22nd, the anniversary of Roe v. Wade, there will be a pastor's dinner in the same room where pastors will come together to pray. In the Dallas area. In the Dallas area. So where it started. Well, Carol, you know, I want to start right now and thank you for the life that you have given. Thank you. That's not. That, That absolutely is evidence of what Jesus Christ can do to take a young woman who had a goal to be a millionaire. And take it, set that goal on the mouth of, on, on the level of death for the unborn children. To be in a position today where God uses you in such a mighty way to encourage young women and young girls and, and to present life. Well, you're very kind, but Evelyn, I don't think about that and you don't think about what you do. You do a great job in keeping us all praying and keeping us all focused on the things that are important. But, you know, we all just get up every day and do what he's called us mm-hmm. to do that day. It's, it's, you know, it's that when you open that Bible in the morning and say, I'm reporting for duty. But I have asked God to give me more than I, more lives than I took. That I would be more part of saving more lives than I was part of taking. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the things that's been so evident just recently and disturbing, and that is a minor phrase compared to the way I feel disturbing is that the House of Representatives passed that funding bill that put back into the budget and two of our conservative leaders voted for that and I am I'm mad at them I have to say 39 uh, what was it 25 million for funding Planned Parenthood Planned Parenthood has been getting uh, money in this nation for years. And I thought after the expose of the baby's bodies being torn apart and sold 
that would be the end. But, you know, our president said he would not sign a budget that did not have that in there. Yeah. And um, and he vetoed the bill that took it out. And sadly, he stood for Planned Parenthood over Americans. But I want to go back and just talk for just a minute because I think there's a matter of prayer here. We obviously need to be praying and we need to be telling people what we think. But we need to tell the president what we think because he's the one that he could have done a million things. He could have stopped that. But mm-hmm. he, we do have leaders that need to stand up for what we sent them there for. But yesterday, Planned Parenthood filed a lawsuit against David Delighton, the young man who did the baby body part expose. So now he's going to get to ask Planned Parenthood questions in depositions. And I think we're going to see another level of truth come out when they get into the court. It was really dumb on their part, in my opinion, for them to file a lawsuit against him because now he can ask questions that he had no right to ask. What was his name? His name is David Delighton. It's D-A-L-E-I-D-E-N, and he needs our prayer. He is spending more time in depositions and with attorneys than he right now because he's got lawsuits hitting him from all directions. What? Uh, give us a little information about his background. He's 26 years old, and he just thought he could do an expose to show what Planned Parenthood was really doing. And so he got his camera equipment, and he got it all attached, and he went in, and he said, I am a company that that wants to purchase babies' body parts. Can you help me? And uh, he recorded it, and they told him how they would do it. They let him see some of the babies' bodies they were destroying and tearing Mm -hmm. up, the horrible things they said, uh, horrible things. Here the heart was still beating, and they pointed that out, uh, everything. He's a very brave young man to be able to watch it. And then to release 10 videos, he has eight hours of tape from Texas alone. Eight hours Eight of hours death. of death tapes from the Texas of Planned Parenthood. And so he is now, of course, in great um, difficulty legally and probably financially, but he's persevering and he's... He's, well, we surely need to pray for him. We do. And, we and do. What, where is he located? He's in the Dallas area? From California. Oh, from California? Yes. Good things do come out of California, I guess. <laughs> that is exciting. Yes, it is. Yes, wonder it what is. his background is. Do you know anything about him? Uh, he got involved in the life issue about, well, when he was very young. He started mm-hmm. thinking about He's a Catholic background and mm-hmm. thinks about the life issue. And he worked for Lila Rose. And she's done some exposés. And he just thought he could go farther and and do a little more aggressive research, and he did. Well, you know, it, it, that's what God says is possible. Yes. We talk about the impossible things, and this is possible for an individual like you and a young man like, how old is he, 26? 26. 26, yes. that he would commit his life, and that's what we're talking about today yes. is that life, not necessarily this life of winning the lottery or, yes. you know, having whatever it is we think we need. The fact that a young man in this given time would come to a point that he would trust God to put him in a place where God could use him. Uh, When I think about that, I I just, it breaks my heart that I'm not out there rooting and (laughs) tooting for somebody. Because that's where we are, Carol. That's what's happened in our nation. That's why it's so important for us. To have Franklin Graham come to this state yes, and yes. bring people to the capital to get on their knees and raise their hands to the Lord Jesus to ask them, ask him to make all of the possible things alive in their life. That's yes. what we've got. We've got to believe that it's possible. It's not impossible 
for a person to commit their life to Lord Jesus and then be used by him. Yes. We do need to take our break. Let's do that, John. We come back. I want to talk a little bit about what Texas is doing in this regard. We talked about this young man. What is it that we can do as we begin to pray for the development of life and the process of giving away love, the love of the Lord Jesus? Right after this, stay with us. How sweet to hold our newborn baby. And here's Evelyn Davison's guest, Carol Everett, about a very special event coming up this Sunday, January 24th, at the First Baptist Church of Pflugerville. Evelyn, you and I want to invite Love Talk friends to First Baptist Church of Pflugerville this Sunday for the 9.30 and 11 a.m. service at Sanctity of Life. I will be speaking about the HB2 update, where we are with the Supreme Court and where we're going here from here as we continue to save lives physically and eternally. You will be there to encourage and pray with people. Hope to see you all there Sunday the 24th. Thanks for all you do for life. Because he lives. Sing it with us. And because he Was your website built by a programmer or a marketer? It makes a difference, a huge difference. Think, marketing is a local boutique ad agency that builds websites around you, your business, and your customers. This approach is Y-O-U-centric. Visit thinkmarketingtexas.com to learn more. That's thinkmarketingtexas.com. It won't cost you to sit down and find out how you can have a website that looks fantastic while making you money. Come on, isn't it time to update your website? ThinkMarketingTexas.com ThinkMarketingTexas.com Day after day, we are constantly hearing about how bad everything is. Isn't it about time to hear about what's right and good? Isn't it time for some good news? If your answers are yes, then you need the Good News Journal. The Good News Journal is published by KTXW's own Evelyn Davidson and is packed with news and information about the good things that are happening. With a healthy dose of hope, happiness, and humor, the Good News Journal is distributed free throughout Central Texas at hundreds of locations, including Walmart, Popeye Chicken, Central Market, Bob Bullock Museum, libraries, churches, and other locations. And did we say the Good News Journal is free? For advertising information or to have an article published, call Good News Journal at 249-6535. The Good News Journal is an inspirational, patriotic journal published bi-monthly to bring you God's good news. The Good News Journal, 249-6535, or read it online at thegoodnewsjournal.net. Stay tuned for Love Talk with Evelyn and Carol Everett. Love Talking today about love, life, and marriage. Welcome back to Love Talk. We are in the studio today with one of my best friends, Carol Everett, and We've been talking about what it is when the life of one person is committed to the Lord Jesus and how he can use us in the area of loving and living. And, Carol, your story is always so exciting to me. When I think about it as a young woman, you traded a life for death and and how it began to impact your life and, and how God sent a love messenger to you to tell you that he loves you 
And he has a better life than what you had said for yourself. Young women in our nation and young men, we when we're talking about life, we talk a lot about the woman like an incubator. Yes. But, you know, young men are as impacted by that, by life and death, as, as the women, as young girls are. Yes, and, you know, um, in my life I meet young men who, who yeah. want, and I met a young man recently, um, student in college, mm-hmm. everything going for him. And he sat down and told me that his girlfriend had gotten pregnant, and when she got pregnant, they did the they thought she was pregnant, so they did the Plan B, the morning after pill. Mm-hmm. And he was telling me how sorry he was that they'd done that. He said, "You know, if it ever happens again," and I was, you know, of course, yeah. abstinence, but that's that goes over their head. Yeah. But he said, "If it ever happens again, we'll have the baby." And I thought, this mm-hmm. young man has thought about this, and and we're injuring young men when they have a. And yeah. A woman has an abortion and doesn't tell him or tells him later or, you know, abortion has many victims. You know, and it's a lifetime victimization, isn't it? Yes, it is. It doesn't go away. You know, even this, this last Christmas, I was thinking about how my daughter would have fit in to our family mm-hmm. and would she have had children and how would that have... It's always there. It's yeah. always there. You know, it is... Life is so precious. I... I had two miscarriages in in my life, and and I so desperately wanted a daughter. I love our boys. We have two boys, and they both are successful businessmen. Just, you know, just I couldn't ask for them to be better to Van and I and care for us and love us. But there's always that hole in your heart, you know, when you've you've lost something and. I, you know, I don't think about it a lot, but every once in a while, I, I kid my oldest son, David, and say, he'll say, Mother, don't worry about it. I am going to take care of you. You know, I say, I don't want anybody to take care of me. <laughs> he says, I will take care of you. I will take care of you. But, you know, there is a certain thing about a mother and a daughter or a mother and son. Yes. But we wanted to end with some good news today. What is Texas doing? And, again, review for us what what is set up for the coming this coming next week, I think it is. Well, we're very excited because um, the Supreme Court has not heard a, an abortion case in nine years. And, you know, HB2, you were there. You were part of it. You were, you were so important to getting the message out. Thank you, Evelyn, for being there and filming and t- telling the truth. Turned into a law that... Uh, Required abortionists to have admitting privileges to a hospital within 30 miles. Stopped abortion 20 weeks and over. And yes, they're still doing them in Texas farther than that. RU-486 should be given according to the Federal Drug Administration standards, and it made them subject to ambulatory surgical facilities. As we talked about, 28 clinics closed and 40,000 lives were saved. But the pro-choice movement was busy. They filed lawsuit challenge after challenge after challenge. Twice, the Supreme Court, the uh, Fifth Circuit has sent it back to them. They've challenged even the Fifth Circuit opinions all the way to now the Supreme Court. And on the um, March the 2nd is the day for the arguments to be heard. The, the briefs were due, actually, we're finishing the briefs right now. Texas has 20 briefs. The pro-choice side has, and we've not submitted one. The other side has already submitted, the pro-choice side has already submitted 45 briefs. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, David against Goliath, but, you know, 
We're we're trusting and believing. One stone's all it takes. Yes. So March the second will be the argument. So we need people to pray for the hearts of the justices to be turned to life. We want to pray specifically for Justice Kennedy. We believe he's kind of the swing vote in this. And um, we also believe if they uphold what the Fifth Circuit has ruled, that HB only two portions were challenged. Mm-hmm. The 30-mile rule that the abortion abortionists must have admitting privileges to a hospital within 30 miles and the ambulatory surgical facility standards. And those, of course, are what closed the abortion clinics. So... If this is upheld, this would affect the entire nation, and we could see, just like in Texas, 28 abortion clinics closed and 40,000 babies' lives were saved. We could see those abortion numbers tumble, and so we want to pray that. And one attorney actually believes Roe could be overturned by this. I don't see that, but we can, you know, miracle of miracles, God is a God of the impossible. How many people do you have working on this? Oh, goodness. I have no idea. We haven't counted, but we have multiple attorneys, and, uh, uh, you know, there are 20 attorneys that are the Mickey uh, filing the amicus briefs and then there're 10 or you know we had 85 people on the legislative brief so um there're multiple people hundreds working on this from Texas how can we pray pray that the justices hearts will be turned to uphold these laws and to protect the health of women choosing abortion mm-hmm. and to protect those babies lives to save those babies lives but we really need to pray for justice kennedy's heart to be turned to this how how close do you think that's going to be across this nation? For you know, Texas, I think is 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 under your leadership and the leadership of so many others. So many. We have been the forerunner, right? Yes, we have. Yes, we have. This is the strongest law that's ever been passed in the okay. nation. How and that's in part due to David Dewhurst, who was bold enough to make everybody do it. How how do you see the other state leadership coming forth? I do have a friend in uh, North Carolina that's writing a, a brief. How do you see people, uh, state, um, other states participating in this? Almost every other state, not every state, but I think there are about thirty six with possibilities. Mm-hmm. But some of them joined in the briefs from Texas. So okay, some of it, it's a joint brief. Yes, the okay. AG, the Attorney General's office has been keeping it all together. To tell us what they needed on the brief. Attorney General. Okay. The Attorney General's office has been very bold in this, and they are making certain that every section of what needs to be touched has been touched. And I've been very, very, very proud of our Attorney General and the office and the work they've done. That is so exciting. Yes, it is. When you have Christians in office, in Texas, we have Christians from the governor down. Now, one of the problems that we've made for ourselves, and someone listening to us might change that, is we don't have enough Christians inside government um, offices. You're talking about staff? Staff. We mm-hmm. need we need people to infiltrate and be there so they can pray and uphold their values with inside the agencies. We had a large group this week at the Franklin Graham event um, of staff people. In fact, Jonathan Science was there, and Originally, uh, I think David was planning to come, but Jonathan came, and I tell you, it was revealing to me to see the interest that's on the higher level. You know, normally when we have prayer events, uh, it's the local. Not We don't all have a lot of pastors, you know, their assistants or women who have prayer groups or men in couples of Bible teaching. But I can tell you, this was very representative across the state of Texas. 
That's wonderful. Of what we feel like God's calling us to do. Get out of the prayer closets. Get on active duty and seek God for our city. Seek God for our community, for our state, for our nation. Well, Carol, I want to thank you so much for being here today and and just opening your heart. You know, it is not easy to reveal the personal things of life that that um, have caught us um, up in the grip of unbelief mm-hmm. or misbelief. You know that the misinformation I think is our biggest enemy in the state of Texas in the area of life. Yes, we didn't get to talk about marriage. We didn't talk a lot about <laughs> love. <laughs> but well, I do want to say that the love of the Lord Jesus is so evident in your life, and I want to oh. thank you. For all of our friends at Love Talk, for the work that you are doing now, and for the, the just the very life of surrender that you have given to him to serve mm-hmm. him in the area of life. You're too kind. I okay. love you, my friend. Thank I you love for you what too. you do. Tell us how to get in touch with you. Carol Everett can be reached at the Heidi Group, 512-255-2088, 512-255-2088, or info at HeidiGroup.org, and that's H-E-I-D-I-G-R-O-U-P dot O-R-G. And we love you and appreciate you, Evelyn. Thank you for your leadership in so many areas, not just prayer, but in love and in marriage and well, life. Thank you, Kat. Pray for me. I'm getting older and I'm getting, I'm not feeble yet. No, you're not. I'm, <laughs> and I don't dress like an old woman. I love that. Well, yes. thank you. Uh, and I don't have an attitude of age, but oh. I'll tell you, I do thank you for the work you're doing. And I would say to you today, if you, as you have listened to us, um, I would I would really um, urgently uh, urge you to stop at this moment and pray for Supreme Court Justice Kennedy and for Carol and all of these attorneys that are working on these briefs. But more than that, if you do not know the love of the Lord Jesus, I would ask you to consider that. Begin to just say, show me who you are, Lord. Show me. Because the Lord said he will make known his name. And we just want to be sure that you understand that uh, death is not the death, the end of life. It is the beginning of life when we put our hands and our life in the life of the Lord Jesus. Uh, we would encourage you to do that. First of all, ask him, acknowledge you need him. Secondly, that you believe that he loves you and has a plan, and then see that you would confirm that, confess that to him, and ask him to live his life in you. Mm-hmm. If you need some help, call us on the love line at 512-249-6535, or call Carol again at 255-2088. And of course, that is the area code 512 Thank you again for joining us today, and we'll talk to you later as you, too, begin to walk about in an area of loving and living a life that pleases the Lord Jesus.